Man, first of all, man, appreciate you for coming man, on here, man. Forget that, man. This this took too long, man. <laughs> See, you know See? what I mean. This took way we too long. Those cute for brothers. You know what I mean? It's this like, how long y'all been on for? Three, four years, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I supposed to be like second, third. One of those seasons? Yeah. You was busy, bro. You was working. You was a GM. You was in the G League. You in the big leagues now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, man, you, make, you make time for what you want to do. You know what I mean? That's why you here today. He finally made time for us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> up, up. Jameer, a.k.a. Remind. <laughs> yes. Like I said, man, we really appreciate you, bro, no, man, coming on man. the show and rocking with us, man. Big fans of your game, man. We've been watching you since high school. Well, well since College, that's when I really got up on you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, man, I really appreciate you coming on the show, bro. Ah, man, come on, man. You know it's all love, man. Especially, we're going to get to it, though, but, you know, how me and Q first met, you know what I'm saying? Hilarious. We'll get to it a little later. <laughs> Hilarious. So definitely got to tell that. All right, so when you first got to the NBA, who's the first person to bust your ass? Oh, man, it was a lot. It was a lot. My, my first, like, NBA moment, like, was preseason. We played against Baron Davis. Mm. And <laughs> big <laughs> listen, no, listen, listen. So we had Steve which, which, So what team he was with? He was with the Hornets. Mm. So we played them somewhere in I don't know Alabama or something like that. And Steve Francis on the team. So I'm coming off the bench, obviously, right? Coach, like you know, like I think BD had like plucked Steve like two times in a row. <laughs> so I'm on the bench, like I'm like I'm like damn. Right. I'm on the bench, like I'm I'm a fan still, yeah. right? It's my first preseason game. So he like Jameer. I'm like, what? <laughs> he like, get Steve. I'm like, what? right now? I'm like, right now? And then my, it was like two moments. The next moment, the craziest was Bo Outlaw and Earl Watson picked me up full court together. Bo Outlaw, the one man press. So that was like the offensive, like defensive bust my ass. Welcome to the NBA moments for me. What yeah, did BD do the game? He got subbed out. So I was happy. He got subbed out. <laughs> well, was I was, but you know what though but you know what I was looking forward to playing against him yeah. you know what I'm saying like in the regular season throughout my career you know we had some good battles you know what I'm saying yo 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 we live on location NBA Summer League 2023, Las Vegas, Nevada. Sir. You know the blackest one with me every you know, time, man. You know, he got man. he got his bucket cap with him. You know, okay, man. you feel me? Listen, this is special right now. I got family, man. Old teammate, my main man, my player partner, Jameer Nelson, is in the building, Sir. man. Appreciate my man pulling up on us, man. Hey, look, we are here. Y'all see this? This is this different than the vibes we always get. This is the yes, XS Nightclub at the Wind. In hotel, these vibes is crazy, man. Y'all might hear the music and the vibes is going on behind. Right we by like, the pool. we poolside, man. Yeah. Y'all can't see the vibes we seeing, but it's vibes out here. It's the vibes is vibing, and y'all might hear some of the, you know doing this episode. It might be vibes vibing, but just work with us, work with us. We can enjoy the sights and sounds. Y'all just enjoy these sights and sounds with my man Remind. Feel me. Chester, PA, where it all started. Where it all started. Chester's tell about, finest. Tell us, like, high school, because, yeah. like, we'll say you're a late bloomer. Yeah. You agree? You know what I'm saying? You're a late bloomer. 
Well, you don't feel you're like No, nah, so, so I'm going to tell you the story. So I was supposed to be in like on this AAU team, the AAU team. Yeah. I didn't really care about AAU. I didn't really care about rankings, none of that. And then like I was supposed to be like a top 15 player in the country. I was supposed to go to five-star and get my ranking, go to yeah. five-star and be an All-American, McDonald's All-American. But I had a couple games in the hood. Yeah. You know, back, you know, you in the hood in Chester, like, you know, everybody take care of you. Because right. I did both. I did both. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. But I, I, I didn't want to, I was like, it didn't, it didn't matter to me. It didn't matter to me. Yeah. Like, I was doing everything for Chester. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's how I grew up. That's where I grew up. That's where I wanted to play. I didn't really care about the five-star stuff. I didn't really care about the All-American stuff. They was like, look, come play. And I was like, eh. Then they was like, look, just come play in the All-Star game. Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas want to see you. I was like, nah, I don't even want to play for them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where I wanted to go at the time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I just knew that that wasn't for me. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so being a late bloomer, I get it. Who put the rock in your hand? Like, who put it in your hand to start really I mean, my, my, making my, you on the hoop? My pop put me in every sport. I tried soccer. I mean, I did. I, I was. You kind of look like you should have been a soccer. <laughs> so my, my sport, my sport was baseball. I was a better baseball, baseball player when Maybe I grew that up. Too, yeah. I was a baseball player. Then it was football. Basketball came last. Yeah. And you know where I'm from, like. You get more attention when you was at the time either on the track or on the basketball team, and I chose basketball. I was getting all the attention and yeah. all the all the newspaper clippings and all that. Like whoever say they don't read that is bullshitting because you yeah. do, especially when you're young. Like you yeah. want yeah. everybody want to see all the that gratification. Black and white meant yeah, that black boy. and white meant something. You want to see like yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did this, this. You get the front yeah, or the back page of the paper back in the day. It ain't like Instagram or, yeah. or, or Twitter where you can just see whatever. But yeah. that back page was you know what I'm saying. So. That was it. But I played in the you know historic league called Chester Bitty League, and we would go travel to like we have an all star team go travel to Indiana. We went to Puerto Rico. We go here, we go there. Never won a championship, but we would come in like third, fourth, fifth out of like a hundred teams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then it's like, oh, this this is it's fun. You know what I'm saying? Playing with my dudes like it was no recruiting. It's all dudes from Chester. So like, you know what I mean? We we didn't go outside our city. You know what I mean? It's a lot of talent in Chester. It's just, it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't make it because of you know, the circumstances. Yeah. You chose not to go through the circuit. Yeah, yeah, Because, yeah. like, AAU was still fairly new. Yeah. But when I seen them dudes that was ranked ahead of me, I was busting all their ass. Yeah. And I ain't going to say no names. I ain't going to disrespect people, but I was busting their ass, and, and it continued. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how I started to make my name. And then I got on a U19, and that's really what, like, pushed me forward. But how was you playing them if you weren't playing AAU? Like, I played how, AAU on a lower level, like a lower level team. Like so you was, in running, the, like you was running into guys? What was some of the guys you ran into? I ain't going to say no names, man. <laughs> hey, you gonna say, I ain't going to say no names. They, they know, listen, just go back go, go back and, and look at the dudes that was ranked ahead of me No, nah, but you're going to have class. dudes on this show and be like, yeah, Jameer Nelson was one of them guys that I ran into earlier. So it's okay to say they name. Nah, man, right? they, they, they know. This, 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 they this know. is the humble guy. They he don't want to, you they know. know. They know. They know. Well, <laughs> tell, me, tell me this, when you got to be a senior, like, did those rankings matter to you ever at that point? Or no. were you involved in them at that point? No, nah, I ended up being ranked 100. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it really didn't matter. And then I go to college. So, wait, what were your what was your offers then? If you was ranked 100, you went, you obviously you went to St. Joe's. Right. But, like, what what other offers did you have? So I had all, like, the, the mid-majors. Mm-hmm. My top three was St. Joe's, Temple St. Joe's, and UMass. Okay. 
You know what I mean? Like so, at the, at the time, those uh, they were all three really good schools, mm-hmm. but they they weren't like the the power five right, schools. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Temple was always in the mix in the final what Elite Eight, Sweet Sixteen. UMass was good with Bruiser Flint coaching and St. Mm-hmm. Joe's. You know what I'm saying? We did our thing. Look, <laughs> he want me to say that. the days. <laughs> no, <laughs> he want me to say no, the days. It's, it's like for you to choose that route. Yeah, the route you chose, like you chose that route. And you're a small point guard. Right. Like, a lot of guys your size don't play in the NBA. Was the ultimate goal the NBA? Or do you need to care about the NBA either? My, my ultimate goal was to get college paid for. Mm. And, like, mm. whatever happened after that was an incentive. Like, my parents, my folks couldn't afford for me to go to college. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to go to college, be the first one, you know, in my family to graduate and all that stuff. Yeah. Made a promise to my family that I was going to graduate and all that, and I did it. Yeah. After that, like, I... It, the NBA became real to me probably after my sophomore year. Yeah. I got freshman of the year, my freshman year, and I was like, ah, whatever. You know, I had a couple of dudes, a couple of agents calling me, you need to come out. I'm like, I'm like, I ain't ready for the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to have longevity when I make it, when, if I make it. Yeah. But once my work ethic picked up, that's when I started to like see like, I was like, okay, this is kind of real. You know what I'm saying? After my sophomore year. For out of St. Joe's though. I love your story. Your story <laughs> is one of the dopest stories in the, in the history of it. But, like, that's a hard belief. You know what I'm saying? And you killed every award. Like, that's yeah. why I really wanted to interview you because, like, these, these folks need to know how you were busting <laughs> these folks' ass. Like, real talk. So what you just said is, like, you, had, you know, you want to be the first one to graduate. Did that have a lot to do with you going back after you declared your junior year? Yeah, yeah. So for me, it was like... I, I was being told that I'd be like late first round. So, and this is like real, real talk. I told my mom, I told my pop, my agent, and my wife now, who's my girlfriend back in the day, I said, I've been broke all these years. I can be broke one more year. Right. Up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I thought I could put myself in a situation where I was going to be a lottery pick, which I probably should have been, but mm-hmm. you know, everything happened for a reason. Straight up. So, I go back, we go undefeated. You know, win every, win, award. win every award. And I still get discredited because of the size. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. and like people, like it's a cliche, it's like, oh, well, I'm going to put this chip on my shoulder. I always had a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always felt like I was the best player in Chester. I remember growing up, 10th grade, playing against the dude who was supposed to be the best oh, in Chester. Be the best player. Yeah. So we played for $1,500. Yeah. And I beat him. So then I became the best in Chester. What grade was this? I was in the tenth grade. Mm. You know, he a little older than me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Where's the, like, give me this scenery though. Like this. So the we, park, we, this the. So this yeah, the of course. Gym. It's be, no, we we outside in the park. Okay. So the gym for me didn't come until later. Everything was in the park. Mm-hmm. Like we going to this project, we going to that project. Yeah. We, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we had a, a spot called Seven Streets where we had three or four different full courts. Yeah. And. People always talk about Rucker Park, and that was our Rucker Park. Yeah, that's where so we, yeah. went to hoop, So we teamed hoop. up. We were like, all right, we're going to play one-on-one. There's probably like 500 people there watching us one-on-one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My homie put up the money versus whoever else wanted to bet, and we won. Hmm. You know what I mean? You took that home. Yeah, man. You know, I got well, I got well compensated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was well compensated. Tell, tell me this. For you, that you know, somebody that never, like you said, you wasn't looking for this or looking for that. You was just playing. You wanted to get to college to get it paid for free. Like, for you to win, you know, y'all went undefeated. You'd win all those awards. Like, how was that for you at the end of that season 
Like the, I'm talking about before you get to the disappointment of the draft. Like right. just like after the season, and you know you gotta go to the award shows. You gotta do this and that. How did that feel? To know that you being like somebody who was a smaller guard that was overlooked, not really looked at as like all of the hype, and then you at a smaller school, right. you and Delonte, then took Little St. Joe's and become like the Cinderella story on Sports Illustrated. All y'all was on magazines, bro. Like, how did that feel? Like at the end of the year, going back to school, coming back to the crib, to right. Chester. Like, how did you feel after that? It was surreal and overwhelming at the same time. Cause, I mean. Nobody expects to go undefeated, right? right. Like that's, that's I don't crazy. care what, what level you at. That's you crazy. playing teams like, like people would say our strength of schedule, whatever. We played some bigger name schools in the regular season. We played whomever, like you know what I'm saying, and knocked them all. You know what I mean, whatever. And then it's like you go through the whole season and you you, you lose season over, and then you got to go to like I was I was on the road for like I don't know for for a month straight just grabbing awards. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everywhere I was, I was grabbing awards. It didn't really hit me until like ten years later. Yeah, because I couldn't. I'm I'm the person that's involved. You know what I'm saying? And my time out. I have a, I have a rebuttal. No way it should have took ten years for him to hit him <laughs> later. I've been to his house. Whether it was mom or wifey, Imani, whoever did, this man got one of the craziest trophy cases you will ever bear I witness to. No, I'm talking about big boy though. Like you ain't yeah. seen many trophy cases like that, this. They got what? Like forget how it look. I'm talking about what's inside it. Yeah, man got nets. Man got trophy. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Think about what I'm saying. How many people you know that's got multiple, multiple like collegiate trophy awards? Like somebody might get one player to your hit. Like he just said he was on the road for a month. Picking up what they all was there, bro. Like we went there as a team one time. We went out there as a team. He had, you know, his mom them cooked up big crazy feast. Everything cool. We came to that point. I say, like, that brand you, I was pretty good in college, buddy. <laughs> Did a couple things myself. I took a couple holidays. I saw that shit. I was like, well, God damn. I said, boy. I said, yes. I'm talking about others. Other, others yeah. teammates, me, Jay Rich. I was like, damn. Like, boy, he got some, he got some hardware up in there. Like, you got to think, four years. And then all that they accomplished, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, I'm telling you. Shouldn't have took 10 years for it to hit you, boy. No, nah, I'm, I'm the person that's in it. So, like, even, like, th that season, I was able to reflect on it later. Yeah. And it's like, for me, I was always on a go, on a go, on a go. You know what I mean? Basketball, family, you know how I am, I'm a family mm -hmm. man. So it's like, then like when things started to slow down as I got older in my career, you know, my workouts started getting, you know, less and less, mm -hmm. started to stop hanging out, you know. Then I'm like, looking at stuff, like reflecting, I'm like, damn, that was crazy. Like, mm -hmm. started watching the games. I'm like, like recently, like a couple, maybe like two months ago, I was watching the game, I think it was from my junior year. That I'm like, I can remember every single play right, that happened. Crazy, right? I'm like, I know this about to happen. I know that's about to happen. Crazy. I'm like, damn, we were some bad motherfuckers. See, like, it's crazy. Let's talk about Delonte. Yeah. How did the chemistry and when did you know the chemistry with you and him was like a deadly combination? So this is how it started. Like, he came in, like, Delonte self-made. Like, yeah. people don't realize he came in, he couldn't shoot. I mean, he was an okay dribbler. I mean, he just had a good IQ. Yeah. He was a dude that was in the gym till 1, 2 in the morning. All the time. By himself, working on the shot, working with our shooting coach, who was our assistant coach at the time. Like, both taught both of us how to shoot. Like, we would practice against each other. Like, so how Coach Martelli would do is, like, it was no starting five in practice. Yeah. So we, we battle him. We talking shit. We doing everything. <laughs> like, it's like a war. Like, you know what I mean? He the point guard on this team. 
I'm the point guard on this team. We guarding each other, blah, blah, blah. So then it was like when we became on the same team, it's it was easy. <laughs> it was easy. It was like, all right, it's your turn. You knew what each other yeah. did and everything. It was like, it was, oh, and we were both cool with like each other having the opportunity. opportunity. I remember yeah. he went like, he had a perfect game. Yeah. And that game, I forgot who was playing, but that game, I was horrible. So I wasn't like, let me force. I'm like, let me get him to rock. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then coincidentally, I think the next game, I had a perfect game. Yeah. It just happened like that we had that chemistry, man, like on both ends. Like we, at the time, we can guard multiple positions, you know what I mean, because of our size and our strength and our IQ. And then it just, it just made it so much easier to have a dude on your team that was that good at a small school, especially when you're playing against the bigger schools. Yeah. How was your workouts? Like, how many workouts did you have to go through? Because I know people was NBA? questioning your height. Yeah. Doing the He was like me. So I, I did a lot, bro. I did like probably like 17, 18. Yeah, and, like you did, and you did them in how many days, you think? I don't even know. I was tired, though. Probably like a, like a 23, yeah, it was 17 just, out of 23 just, days. You, yeah. you got to get it, though, when you, when yeah, you got a small. But this is the thing, though, and I get it now that I'm working in the front office. Yeah. None of the dudes that was ranked higher than me, especially my junior year when I entered, like none of them dudes wanted to work out with me because they had too much to lose. Yeah, they yeah. were on, they running from that. They run, yeah. like they don't want to. They running from that smoke. Yeah, you know, they, draft yeah. time coming yeah. around, you got to keep this image. Yeah. You but know? see, my senior, my senior year, I didn't care who I worked out against. Yeah, well, whoever you was the man, to, whoever, No, but I'm saying, though, I wasn't running from the smoke. Like, whoever wanted to work out. Because you win it. You can't run no more. Nah. But you, but <laughs> you, you win it. You was, but that was your DNA regardless. Yeah. That was just how you was built. Hey, that's how you're supposed to be but built, But at though. the same time, you never know. You, a lot of times, too, when that situation comes, it's not really the, the actual player. It's the agents agent. trying to do it yeah, for yeah, their yeah, player because no, it's it. smart business. That's what I'm saying. It's I like, understand it now. Even if he want to go at him, it doesn't make sense for me to pit him against him right. because it could hurt him more than it could help him. Right. Yeah. But this is what I wanted to add. Like, when we were talking about that trophy case, listen, y'all. <laughs> listen, I'm serious. Y'all got to hear this. Man had, he won the wood. This is all in one year. The Wooden Award, the Naismith Award, the Bob Cousy Award, the Rupp Award, the Oscar Robertson Trophy. <laughs> man was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. The cover read, meet Jameer Nelson, the Straight little up. man from the little school that's beating everybody. <laughs> you say, I'll let this say, like, you did everything you did and you still went to the draft and sat in that green room and tell me your experience. Because this is what a lot of people need to understand because a lot of times, like, I was one of them. Mm -hmm. We in the same draft. He got drafted three. I get drafted 18. I wanted to be a fucking lottery pick. Right. And that shit pissed me off. And it's like you say, I had a chip on my, that was me. Mm -hmm. You know me. I know mm -hmm. you. That didn't just appear because of that draft pick. I could have got drafted number seven. I still was going to come in with some shit on me that was going to be the way it was going to be. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, just speak about how you moved on from that point. Because you still went and had... A long career, right. probably longer than a lot of guys got one in front of you. Both of us did, but just talk about what you took from that night, how that experience, because I, I can promise you, remember when I got on the team, he was one of the people that I remember sitting there being pissed about because I identified with him. Mm -hmm. like, he just fucking won. I didn't even win. Nowhere Everyone. near the awards he won. <laughs> it was like, what are they fucking missing? Like, yeah. this is absurd. Like, yeah. just talk about the experience of being there in the green room, knowing who you better than. Like you say, not mentioning nobody name, no disrespect to nobody, but you did what the fuck you did. Right. And then how all of that played out in, in your experience. So the thing is, you, you look at the draft, it's going to be somebody, one or two people in that green room every year that's disappointed, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Because they should have been whatever and they dropped to mm -hmm. the 20s. Mm -hmm. I looked at it like, I ain't supposed to be here anyway, right? Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be here, but I'm really not, right? 5'11 right. from Chester, PA, mm -hmm. uh, 40,000 people, one high school, 
not a big time AAU player, not not a big time recruit, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'm mad during the draft. But then, like, when I reflect, like, maybe a week later, I'm like, I put it on perspective. I'm like, this is what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And now I fast forward as a father. It's a life lesson, right? Because think about this. I have a son. Mm-hmm. Started playing basketball late. He wants to, like, go right full throttle and go right to yeah. AAU and do this. I'm yeah. like, this ain't how you do it. This We're going to do it this Take way. Take your time. I said, look, son, you're going to be 250 workouts ahead of these guys when they're going to be 250 games ahead of you. I said, at the end, we're going to see who... Me is at the, the top. Mm-hmm. Let's see who where you measure at the end, not in the beginning. And that's how I looked at it for my career, and I can pass it on to my kids. And like looking at my son, he just transferred to TCU, started at different schools, smaller, you know, level, you know, lower level. But now it's like he in the Big Twelve. I never thought my son would be in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He he probably never. We all knew he can play and do things, but it's like we never, as parents, like dream to have aspirations for this dude to be in the top yeah. level of yeah. college, mm-hmm. let alone like. GMs and scouts come talk to me about my kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's all because of like, I think it's my experience that I had during that time in the draft where it's like, okay, I got to make the best out of my situation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, I wasn't supposed to be here. He started playing basketball full time his junior year high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, we got so many relatable things in our life. He was a baseball player growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was his sport. He wanted to quit because he's like, you know, different reasons. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, like, I, I learned so much from that draft and not being ranked. It don't really matter, like, what people think about you. And that's, like I said, it's, it's life. Like, it is what you it is. You got to get the opportunity. You get the opportunity. Nice enough, you get you, the opportunity. But you got to be yeah. ready for it, too. That's why I told him. I said, yeah. we're going to get these workouts in and you're going to be ready for your opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How was it when you finally got your name called? Like after, you know, that that night, you know, you sitting there, you watching all that. Because I know how it feels to be wishing and hoping and knowing you should be at least, you know, at least a lottery pick. I don't, I didn't know what number I felt I should have been, but I got taken 18. I just remember like when that shit finally happened, I was like. You do know like, what number you wanted to be. Oh, no, nah, I wanted to be top 10. I didn't know which. Number one. I mean, clearly yeah, like, yeah, you want to be number one, but I'm just saying that wasn't realistic to me. I'm just saying, like, when you get to that point, it's a realistic. I didn't have a number, but I was just like, boy, lottery. You know what I'm saying? I just know I need to be lottery. And for that 14 pick went by, where I wanted to get up and leave the green room. No lie. I wanted to get up and leave the green room. And I, I held it together, but, like, how was that for you? Like, because you got picked 20. So it's like you watching 19. That's a long time, my it's boy. He don't know high school about dudes. Yeah, a lot of them boys that came about number the three. Boy. At this point, he was the highest <laughs> high school guy ever. He long, long, Watch long your gone. Watch tone. He's supposed to be. He's supposed to be. I'm just saying he long, long, gone. He don't know the type of grief we was going through. We was going through. It wasn't even for me, like, when my name got called. It was when I walked across the stage and shook hands. Okay, yeah. And God rest the dead, shook hands with Stern. I'm like... Uh-huh. All right, that's is, that moment you know I mean? where we that's all just, looked at growing you up. You know what I mean? Like, like, all right, this, this is real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, so all the stuff that, like, that I felt when I was sitting down there, mad. Like, I know them dudes wasn't better than me. I know. Yeah. I know. Like, out of 19 of those dudes, I can say, you know, like they all got drafted, whatever. You know, kudos to them. But I can tell, like, yo, this dude is not going to be better than me. Yeah. And most of them. Nothing against you. They was from high school. Mm-hmm. That was a year, I think, it might have been like nine or ten dudes from high school that <laughs> went in front of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some of them were good, but most of them wasn't. Yeah. And it showed you, like, sometimes you just got to take the talent. You can't, like, I was told, like, yo, You're well, too old. Too old. You, you maxed out. Crank, you can't yeah. get better. I was like, I don't understand that. I'm, yeah. I'm, 
I ain't, I ain't 40, 50. They said you're too old. Bro, at you this point, that was, that was a, at that point, that was the thing. If you was a, if you shouldn't be a four-year senior at this point. They looked at me crazy because I was a sophomore. This was the time when 6'10", 6'9", 6'8", athletic wing from high school, they was trying to find the next KG, the next you, the next T-Mac, Kobe. That's what they, and they didn't want to pass. So, like, when everybody came out, sometimes they just took somebody because they didn't want to miss one guy. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that was, people was being victim of that, bro. Mm -hmm. Just kept going, too. And I was, like, seeing dude after dude after dude after dude. You see that this year, though, because you see the guy It's going to be every year. The guy from uh, Kentucky. Uh, Timmy from 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 Gonzaga. It's a lot of nice big men, but if you Make ain't the play. typical big man, yeah, the buddy was the player of the year at Kentucky. Yeah, no guy was player of the year, and he, you know, they passed over. He didn't even get picked. None of them got big picked. Big fella was rebounding machine. You know, I'm in the front office. I can't say much about that though. Yeah, you oh, can't. Do that. Bad. Bad. Yeah. I forgot your ranking. You know what I mean? Talk, talk about this though. You got picked by the Magic City, beautiful. Oh man, Orlando Magic. <laughs> was that your first time going Dwayne to Orlando? Reedy. When you got picked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dwayne yeah. Reedy. Yeah. That's an inside joke. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to the Magic. Was it anybody that you thought you had a good workout against since you worked out so good that you was like, yeah, they gone. They I thought gonna Miami was going to take me. Mm. I thought Miami was going to take me. And what number did they have? I think they had like 18 or 19. Mm -hmm. I think they might have called. Like yeah. they, took, they took D. Wright, who had a good oh, career. Yeah, he had a good okay. career. Right? Like, that's my man. That's my man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, D. Wright, oh no. I mean, but the rest of them jokers, you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought Miami would take me, but they didn't. And, yeah. then, and then it's crazy. So Denver picked me, mm -hmm. right? So Denver picked me, and my, my agent was like, well, we know you ain't going to Denver before they picked me. He said, we know you ain't because you ain't send back the psych t uh, evaluation thing. Yeah. I ain't send it back to him. I was like, man, I ain't going to Denver. I ain't going to right. I'm like, I ain't even going to fall today, today. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I was surprised. So that it brought, like, the excitement back because yeah. I didn't expect my name to be called then. Yeah. But it's funny, Otis Smith was like, look, we were trying to, they were trying to trade for me. They were trying to trade for me. After five, he said five on back. They yeah. tried to trade for me. Trade up for you. Yeah, they tried to trade up. So he said, man, look, outside of number one, we would have taken you anywhere in that draft. Mm -hmm. oh, and I believe, I believe him, too. Nah, yeah. shout out Otis. Otis was yeah. real one, you know. You I wasn't when you, that was your first time being in Orlando when you went to Orlando? Yeah, I ain't know nothing about Orlando. I told you we dirt roads. Yeah. My first crib I lived at was in Metro West. Oh. You know what I mean? That's what Metro, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I lived in Metro West because they took me to Windermere and it was all dirt roads. And I was like, I, I can't live in the dirt roads. You know what I'm saying? Like, Windermere, a whole nother I know, it's different, now. man. It's different. Like, even when I left, it was different. But, like, I can only imagine now. How was it for you in that, the, the old school, the old arena? Because I could always remember, like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all had, like, a cool little vibe down there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Family vibe. But, like, y'all, it used to be popping in there. Like, how did you feel, like, Early, early, early days playing up in there. Well, especially like when we were there. I, I don't know how it is now. I'm sure it's the same, but it just was so family oriented. Like mm -hmm. in terms of the organization, still, like yeah, like everybody was accepted for who they are, and like they looked out for each other and all that stuff. And, and then the fans were like, they didn't expect much. You know what I mean? We, were, mm -hmm. we especially when I got there, we were like rebuilding. Mm -hmm. So. They just came to the game, and you know, at the time, it was really nothing else going on in Orlando. Yeah. So yeah. it was like the Magics, the Magics, and, 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 and Mickey. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And if you ain't going to Disney, you come to a Magic game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it just kept going and going. We kept building and building and winning. So throughout my career there, like, I don't know if a dude probably like I can't say somebody had a better experience for a 10 year span 
in one spot. Yeah. Other than like a Kobe or a Dirk, like you know the real huge superstars, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean somebody like a mustache. I don't know if somebody was like this was he. What he's trying to explain to you, ladies and gentlemen, he was AKA the Presidente <laughs> of Orlando. Like when I got there, this was the guy. You want to know something? Ask Jameer. 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 You want somebody to talk? Jameer. 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 You want somebody to do the right? Jameer. Jameer. He was the president. I, I never Couldn't forget. do no wrong round town. My my uh at the time I was endorsed by Reebok. So my Reebok rep was like, yo, he's like, look, and we was in Philly, Bubba Chuck, he, you know, AI, yeah. AI, Bubba Chuck had that. I was like, what? He said, yeah, he'd keep this club open if I was with him or whatever. I was like, yo, we're going to stay up until four o'clock. He like, it ain't going to happen. Dude, get on the mic. Yo, Jameer said we stand up in the four o'clock. <laughs> President, that's right. You know he, was, he was heavy in Philly, Philly, too. He used to have the little weekend every time before the season. Have everybody come out. What was it? Ground? What was it? Ground jump? Man, this man was having crazy shit going on, so, bro. So, so what was let, it? Ground let, jump? What was it let, called? Let me explain it, man. So so I had a thing like, you know how teams go different places now? Like, I ain't going to take credit, but I kind of pioneered it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I did it myself. Me and my agency, you know, people that worked, that worked along with me. Mm -hmm. Call everybody. Hey, we going to work out for a week. Mm -hmm. Need you to come. I pay for everything, like mm -hmm. pay for the flight, pay for the hotel. Yeah. We're going we gonna to work out. You're going to do my workout, whether it's basketball, boxing, swimming. Yeah. We, then we're going to have fun. We're going to go paintball. We're going to restaurant. We, yeah, we gonna, just kick it for a baseball, yeah. baseball game on the field, taking BP, mm -hmm. all that. Like, Clubs. Club, whatever you wanted to do. Like if Q said I, I needed this, that, and the other, I'm going to find a way to get it for him, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and whatever. True. So that was how, like, all that started, and, like, I always looked at myself as the leader of the team. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I looked at myself as a leader of the team. As the leader, like, you got to show dudes that you're vulnerable. You got to mm -hmm. show dudes that you invested in them. You sacrificed something. Yeah. Like, and it wasn't about the bread. It was like, nah, I'm going to invest my time in you. Mm -hmm. And it was also like, it was like a trick. I got to yeah. get these dudes in shape because we got to get off to a good start in the beginning of the season. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? So it ended up, ended up working. You know what I mean? Coming in with the white. And I know you've seen, uh, you came in with other players and players that you've been watching your whole career right. in front of you. Coming in with Dwight, did you, did you see that combination working? Uh, I didn't know how to take him at first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, we were two, we, we come from two totally different backgrounds, right? Mm -hmm. And he was young and, like, I was older. This is I, the four-year senior. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I the high school I, Like, I already got a kid. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and then... I think like week one, we started to bond. And then I'm like, all right, I can, you know what I mean? I can hang with this dude. I can like, yeah. we can help each other out. But the on the court stuff started happening probably the next year. When I started getting real minutes, I'm like, I never played with a, a real big real man good, like that. Like man. I had some yeah. good big men in college, but this dude was like, yeah. my, my favorite thing about him early was the dude can run and he can catch. Yeah. I'm like, after that, like, we're gonna figure it out. Yeah. You can throw him bounce passes, chest passes, over the top, whatever. Dude, his hands it. was crazy. <laughs> yeah, hand, boy. Hands was crazy. And then defensively, tell people all the time, they, they, they like, because they, they see Dwight as silly and yeah. playful and joyful. The dude was the smartest defender I've ever been on a team with. Yeah. What I told you, bro. The smartest defender. I said, say what you want to say. Easily one of the highest IQs I've ever been around. And not only that, the skill and athleticism. Like, talk about how many times, bro. I told, this is one of the things that when I first came and played with the Magic and was like, God damn, I played with some, you know, some cool athletic big dude. I ain't never seen a real center name somebody from that time, whether it was CP, Darren Wood, whoever you want to name. 
He didn't popped out on that pick and roll and poked it on that and start over. The ball over there, he didn't got there as and it ball. It, and he ain't gonna steal everyone. But I'm talking about for him to be what he was and to he'd get out, cause he'll get out, you know how he'll yeah, 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 yeah. get out there. Yeah, and he'll poke. I'm like, boy, that one just got a poke away on him. Like, that, but that that you gotta give Stan credit for that too. Stan taught him the right Stan way. Stan taught him the right yeah, way. Yeah, but Stan the white hat, the white had to like. He had the skill to do whatever you wanted him to do defensively. Stan, remember Stan spoke on it when he had. It was we crazy. Had alone, like like we we be on defense. Like so, I'm obviously out top, mm-hmm. and I just hear him talking the entire time. Line Watch your back. Don't this happen and that happen. Mm-hmm. And like, and next thing you know, like we start doing it as a team. Mm-hmm. You look at you look at our numbers. Like we was top five in defense every year. Definitely was. And it was because of him and Stan. And yeah. and we just all had to fall in line. You add pieces like Q and this guy, that guy, of course. But like. Dwight was the dude, like, you know what I mean? It's funny, somebody asked me today, like, they, one of our trainers with the Sixers, he was like, man, you, you always talk about defense. I watched a play where you got out the way. I said, yeah. Damn right. I said, I got out the way because Big Fella was coming. That's so I said, he blocked the coming. shot, right? I said, my job was to stay in front as long as I could. I ain't blocking the shot. I get out I the way. I just need not to foul. Talk foul. about this. Remember when I first came to the team, though? I had to learn to not to stop foul. Because remember, I had to, like, uh, you know me, bro, I'm not, you're just not going to abuse me. If I see you, then beat me or something, I'll just take a hard one for you. Just go, bro, I did that a couple times. And it's like how I say the solar eclipse, it'll be a time like, as I'm fouling, big fella in the air, no, air. don't he go. The he just hit the backboard. <laughs> like, I'm, talking about just, I'm talking about come over the whole time. No, don't. And he just hit the whole backboard and be like, don't do it. Like, let me off, go and get that. Then it, I had to learn, like, okay, okay, I could kind of, you somebody get a step on you, go ahead and lead them down that Primrose and big fella about the, what? My, my job, row. my job was to stay in front of my guy and tell he was about to shoot the ball at the basket. Yeah, I ain't blocking nobody's shot. Yeah, you look at some clips of me playing defense. I'm out of bounds when he blocking the shot. Yeah, because I know he coming. Yeah, and if I don't get out of bounds, he gonna he land gonna, on. He gonna hurt me. Yeah, he gonna land he on. He gonna hurt me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he was a special dude, man. Like people say, they want he definitely top 75. Top, he yeah, definitely so. top. I don't. You know, you could take any one of those dudes out of it or whatever, however you want to say it. Like, I don't get into the whole rankings thing, but he's, he's, he's for sure top 75. It's, it's, it's crazy that, that you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know why he's not, but, like, it's crazy that he's not. Yeah, for the organization to believe in you, like, tell us about your first start. And yeah, so, so, so my rookie year, like, I, I started, like, after the All-Star break a little bit. And then it was like, I'm playing against, like, higher-level guys. Everybody high-level in the NBA, but mm-hmm. when you're playing against starters, it's different. You know yeah, the minutes is different. When the you first couple of minutes, the they, first they, six. Yeah, when they got the, they got that film on you, <laughs> they got that film on you. They're like he, he he like to go right, come off the pick and roll, do this, that, and the other. It's different. So, what I did was I kept a journal. You know what I'm saying? Who I played against, what they like to do, what they don't like to do, what I can do against them, and all that stuff. And then it just started like I started just becoming a student in the game, like not just hooping and working out. It's like all right, I got to actually watch basketball when it's on different channels on, you know, TV or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I used to go to the Lakers games when we go to L.A. I used to go to the Clippers game when we go to L.A. Cause I'm, I'm like, I got to watch this live. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was time when I started. You know what I mean? Like, brought me along slow. You know what I'm saying? Whether some people in the organization, probably, you know, I'm sure they did, like, have reservations whether I was a starter or, you know, a dude that comes off the bench. Once they gave me the keys, I didn't look back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay. I tell people all the time, like, yeah, I could have averaged 18, 19, 20 points. I didn't need to. Mm-hmm. I had to get this dude involved. I had to do this. Oh, yeah, point guard is a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's and, not this era. Yeah, but this is the thing, though. Like, coming out of college, everybody like, well, we don't know if he can be a point guard because I yeah. scored a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bucket. I'm like, I'm going to show you. 
Yeah. I can be a point guard, but I can score when I'm ready to score too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the best crazy. player ain't always the one who be the leader. Like what made you feel like you the one had to step up and be a different kind of leader? Like I think the, it just for me, you know, it was always you don't get natural. credit for that. It's, I, I, don't, I mean, I, and Q, you know, like I, I never look for credit. Yeah. They ain't, they ain't who, they ain't why I played the game. You know what I'm saying? That's not why I'm working in the front office. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not why I do what I do. But like, it was natural for me. You know what I'm saying? And then I was pushed by Otis again. He was like, and, and you got to think, back in the day, I got to lead Stacey Augman. <laughs> I got to lead Tony Petit, Grant Hill, Pat Garrity. Mm -hmm. Like, I got to lead some vets. Mm -hmm. Oh, jeez. Like, they looking for me to lead. Mm -hmm. once, I, once I really, like, I, I knew I can lead. But once, like, I, Stacey Augman, like, come on. Like, we need you to lead. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get a real vet. Pat you on the back and tell you to lead. Like, yeah. like Stacy deserves a lot of credit for me being a leader. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, every time I see him, I tell him that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just because plastic it's like man, plastic man. Plastic man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Bro. Straight up. Straight like, up. Like, we, like, that's my guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you, he like, you're going to be good. Just we need you to take that step. Yeah. I took that step doing this, doing that, telling people. And he listened. Everybody listened. And it's like, if Ice listened, everybody got to listen. Right. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? So then it just became... Like I said, it was always natural, but then it just it just became easy. Leader is not easy. It's yeah, hard no, when you got leisure. It's peers. the hardest position on the team. Yeah, but the thing about it, I always be on point. Yeah. But the thing about it is exactly what he said. How he said it's natural. Like, like you either are, or you ain't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them things. And like how he said it's natural. Like that was what he was meant to do from inception. Like you know what I'm saying? Like when I got to the team, you knew who was in control and who was running things. It had. It had zero to do with who the franchise was. Everybody knew who the franchise yeah, was. Everybody knew Dwight was the best player. But everybody knew who the post of the team was, who the heartbeat of the team was, and who, you know what I'm saying, from the fans to everybody else. It was no no mystery or no secret. Like, you know what I'm saying? Tell me this, like being there from like you said, you got that y'all rebuilding. How was it when y'all made that first playoffs in 07, 08? Like when y'all got to like, what was the city feeling like? What were y'all feeling like as far as like just like where y'all were and where y'all were on y'all way to? Yeah, so we played Detroit. And again, learning. I learned how to play post-defense that series playing against Chauncey Billups. Yeah. That's how I learned how to play post-defense. And then I learned Chauncey was only looking to post me up. He wasn't even looking to score. He's looking to post me up and foul. So then every year I would play against him, I learned more and more. Yeah. And I was able to compete at so a higher just, level versus yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? You know, I would take some of the stuff that I learned from like Chauncey and other guys that were older that I played against and put it in my game. Like I watched a ton of Steve Nash. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Back, back in the day, you got to learn how to play pick and roll. Right. And, yeah. In my era, like who was the best pick and roll point guard? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The hardest dude to guard in the pick and roll. Steve Nash. You know what I mean? I called him. I said, Steve, I need to work out with you. He's like, oh, man, come on, play soccer. I was like, mm -hmm. I was like he, but what he was trying to do was trying to get me to get my footwork right. Yeah. And I was like, man, I ain't trying to, I didn't go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like going back to the question, it's like, you just learn so much from that year. You know what I'm saying? You learn like, okay, this we can we can push through because we weren't even supposed to make the playoffs that year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if how, you know how it is. You you still rebuilding if you're supposed to make the playoffs, but we mm -hmm. did, and we just kept going. Give me your first impressions of Turk when Turk came to the team and, and Turk. <laughs> Turk still really ain't no English, man. Bruh, listen. Like, I look when you saw the episode we had yeah. with him, bro. Like when he got we got drafted together, he knew shit. Yeah, I know. Zero. He, and he every said, time used to pick on him at RTP. Bruh, RTP. No lie. 
every single time he like if they asked him a question before he starts but he would say uh, <laughs> he would do that for about four or five seconds and Mateen Scooney Pin Mateen Cleans and Scooney Pin used to be and Khalid El Amin <laughs> Khalid El Amin they was laughing so, oh, you know, he, he, he said man you know how he said yeah. man Every time I say anything, they start laughing. He said, I said, oh. He said, I, I just felt bad. First day yeah. ever. He was, I was like, and I, it was at a point because me and Mike Red, he said, he was like, you and Mike Red was the only one who threw any type of like, we was like, hey, man, y'all got to chill at some point. Because both of us was like, you know, Scooney was, was red teammate. Right, and right. I was tight with the team. I'm like, yo, y'all got to chill, bro. We can't just, y'all got to be easy, bro. Like, it got, because it was bad. It Like, you was his teammate. Just, right. just tell him, like, how when he came to the team, what type of dude he was? Cause bro, Turk was classic, bro. He he was the dude like, like I said, it, it, once he learned more English, he became like one of my coolest teammates. Mm -hmm. And it was because one, he was really good, but two, he ain't really care. <laughs> like he ain't really care. Like he ain't care like what you thought about. He ain't care what you think about. He ain't care like he like went nothing. into the stuff that he, everybody else was into. He, I mean, Turk was in his own world, that's but like, right. like even on the court, like it didn't matter. Like that's what made him so good. You know what I'm saying? Like and Turk funny. would go turn the ball over three, four times in a row, and then Somebody hit the game winning shot. Because <laughs> he not he not gonna look over his shoulder. He not gonna look and see what the coach saying. Nah. He really don't care what you saying. Nah. And if you say something, he say something back to your ass. Like, bro, chill out. Like, like <laughs> Turk was like, that's what I, I never let me cut you. I never forget. I said Turk. And I, t I tell anybody, yo, man, that's a horrible shot. Give me a better shot. Get the fuck out of here. And again, I'm like, come on, Turk. Give me. I said, I don't care if you shoot the ball, right? But bro, take better, a better, better shot. shot. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? He's like, I got you, bro. You know what I'm saying? He, bro, he understood. And yeah. what he just said speaks so loudly to what, like, when we had him on the show, bro, it was like the entire world had never known Turk's person. He was like, yo, the comments and everything was like, it speaks to what you just said. When he got to there, he ain't know no English. Yeah. Everybody kind of like, man, he learned English from black people. Look how he talk. Hey, look how everything he see, like his yo, references in, yo, bro, like I, the way he talk. I got a story about Turk. So Turk, we, we driving from somewhere. We on, a, we on I-4, right? Right. Turk had a Porsche truck. So we drive him on the passenger side. The whole ride, all you hear is like that, right? So... He riding on, on the, the yellow thing. things the whole way. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, this like this like a 10-minute ride, right? I don't really know. We actually coming from a, a event. I don't really know him like that, right? So I finally was like, I look over, I'm like, you gonna move over? He said, <laughs> I didn't even know, bro. And he move over and this go like it's the whole time, man. <laughs> Again, he don't care. He was we playing music. I'm sitting there, it's driving me crazy. Yeah. Him, he just driving. He's just in his he mode. in his mode. <laughs> Yo, listen. Tell them how classic Stan and Turk. The Stan and Turk. Bro, when I tell you it was never, it was like, Y'all love each other, but y'all love fucking with each other. Yeah, it was like who, it was like who was gonna give up first, Bruh. or like who can push the other one further. And we'd be like, and Turk always gonna lose. Gonna lose to the coach. Yeah, yeah. Turk lose the coach. So we we all like, come on, Turk. Like we couldn't warm up. We couldn't get practice started. He told, Stan was on here. He told a story about how he was doing, like, bro, no lie. We would be practicing, right? I f it, we would be doing the thing. Remember, he would say, we're going to do it every fucking time. I, I got nowhere to go. Until Turk decides he's going to go hard. I don't get, I can be 
here all, all fucking day. day. I don't care. And and be- you know what's you know what's crazy? We was already there all day. You're gonna be there for two and a half hours, right? You're gonna be there for maybe three and a half hours. And right? to turn go hard. No, no, listen. Automatically. This is, this is automatically. This is all like time. you get into the gym, you're gonna do 2020. You're gonna do like some type of walkthrough because you're gonna put a new play in every every day. Yeah. Then you get warmed up and where Turk ain't getting warm. And then you practice. And then after you still gonna get some shots up, like you're a pro. But he like, look, I ain't got nothing to do. I'm gonna be here all day. Got the Diet Coke down in the middle Stand of the floor. Stand and tell your ass. That was what I loved about him. He'll tell you the as a matter of fact, the exact absolute fucking truth, no matter what. He'll tell you he ain't nothing. That's what I love about him. Yeah. You can't. Somebody who's going to shoot as straight as he does, he don't know how to do shit but shoot straight. Man, <laughs> you got to respect it. My, my favorite stand moment like for myself was we playing against the Nets. So we up by 30. It's when the Nets wasn't that good, right? So we up by 30. And D-Will, you know, D-Will was like, it was D-Will now. Like, nice. like people don't, don't, like, don't forget about him. Like yeah. he's one of them top dudes. So he made three threes on me in a row. <laughs> stand subbed me out. So I say, and the one thing about staying, everybody, he yelling, scream, but you can yell and scream at him back, but it's no consequences. Yes, yeah. So we going back and forth. He like, I'm like, that's my fault. That's my fault. He like, nah, he just kicking your ass. <laughs> right? so, so, so look, so as a, as a competitor, I got to say something back. Yeah. I don't know at the time what I'm going to say. Right. So he said, he just, he just kicking your ass. So I said, man, fuck you like that. Right. Yeah. I go in the locker room. I'm mad. I'm like, I'm mad. I don't know if I'm more mad at Stan saying that or I just gave <laughs> yeah. up three threes, right? Three, three, I don't know yeah. which one I'm. So I come out the locker room. He looked down. You ready? I'm like, I'm like, I just start laughing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But to Q point, like, he going to tell you the truth. The truth. He ain't gonna, especially in a basketball game, the in a film session, like, he going to tell you the truth. He don't know no other way. That's why you had to respect it, dog. Man, you had to respect it. Listen, bro, like, if it wasn't for Stan, like, is a gift and a curse. My IQ, I already had a pretty good IQ, but my so understanding better. of the game and different nuances of it, it just kept going higher and yeah. higher. So when I got to other coaches later in my career, I'm like, they ain't gonna work. They ain't gonna work. Right. They ain't gonna work. But I would still do it, knowing it's not gonna work. Yeah. Because I know what to do. I know what work. You know what I'm saying? I know what work. Tell me about Sweet Lou, man. Sweet Lou, that's man, my man. That's, that's my guy, man. Sweet Lou, that's came my last man. It's know. like it, it, it all fit with him and Turk and y'all, and when y'all got that combination, and when they chose to bring Sweet Lou from Seattle man, listen, over there. I'm going to tell you about this, right? So they bring Sweet Lou when I'm his host. Like they, they like we did like college. I ain't never seen it in the NBA. I'm his host for free agency, right? So we go to uh, Morton's. We go eat and everything. Like, Had big cuz with me. We eat and mm-hmm. everything, whatever. Go back to my crib in Metro West. We hanging out. Next day, they like, they going to offer him, you know, the whatever. The biggest deal yeah, so, ever. You so, <laughs> so I was like, man, how they going to pay me? So I called Otis. I said, yo, I really like Rashard. Like, you know what I mean? I really appreciate it, everything. You know, I know, we. I think I can fit with him. I think, you know, we bond well and everything. I said, I ain't getting into nobody's pockets or anything, but <laughs> how y'all gonna pay me? Like, I was like, do I need to ask for a trade? I, I'm, this is me and Otis going back and forth. He just started laughing. He like, nah, nah, we're gonna figure it out, right? So this happens in the summer, obviously, right? So I'm going through the summer. I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen to <laughs> right. me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how the NBA right, works. Right. So <laughs> we working on a deal once training camp start and all that. I go through the whole summer with no, no extension and everything. I'm like, 
still like I asked my agent, I, how are they gonna pay me? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They gave Dwight his extension. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's supposed to get it. Right. This guy got paid. Man, I signed my deal the day, the first game of the season. Mm. Man, I was so nervous. That first offer they gave me, right? I told my agent I'd take it. He said, no, nah, let me do my job. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first he's like, he's what like, was the first off? It was they gave me two. It was five years, 33, or three years, 27. So I'm I don't come from money. I, I gotta cool. take the five years. You know, I'm good. I gotta take what the five years. What do I sign immediately? <laughs> so my agent said, oh, let me do my job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me do my job. So the cool thing was like this, this some this some crazy stuff. So we, you know, I mean, we used to go to Mr. Duvall's crib. Mm-hmm. So we go to Mr. Duvall's crib. This actually after practice. I go to Otis' office. He like, just because you came in here. Actually, it was it first offer was like five years, 30. I go in his office, he said, just because you came in here, I give you two extra million on your deal. Right? Mm. So I was like, oh man, I'm in there like, I'm really about to sign this thing. I ain't even about to, I ain't about to call my agent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking like, should I sign it or should I call my agent? Call my agent, he said, all right. He said, good, good job. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So we go to Mr. Duvall's house, have a drink. So, you know, I have another drink. <laughs> I'm over there like fidgeting, you know what I'm saying? I said, Otis, closest thing you can get me to 40, I'm signing a deal. <laughs> he get on the phone. He called whoever he had to call. He got me to 38, right, with some incentives. I called my agent. I said, the deal is done. <laughs> he said, Don't he play said, with me. He said, what you do? I said, I got him to 38. We're going to work on some incentives. Y'all can work that out. But the number is 38, right? Figure the rest. We figure the rest out. Yeah. I was so happy, man. Straight up. Come on, man. Straight up. Like, this you know enough. what I mean? It was enough for us. Man. <laughs> Tell me about 0809 when you get to be an all-star and Shard and Big Big Dwight make it. Turk should have been an all-star too. And that's what I was about yeah, to say. Turk and Turk should have been, been an all-star. And, and it's BS because they all deserved it in Detroit when all five of them did it, right? So people was like, well, they can't get four in. I'm like, well, Detroit had five in when they were the number one team. I think we was the number one team mm-hmm. in the NBA. Yeah, well. Like, How can we not? It's, it's being in that yeah. market, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But it was crazy. Like, I... You look it's crazy. I just want to make a note that I, I, I love the fact that as soon as I said the fact that he made all this, Turk should have made it too before he even got to address himself or nah, any of the rest have, of them. That's real shit. Go ahead, though. But this the thing, right? So for myself, it's like, if you look at my stats, probably the first 20 games of the season, bro, I was shooting 35 from the field and 25 from the three. Damn. And then I just went on a tear. Mm-hmm. Eight for nine, nine for 12, 10 for 11. And it was just so up. efficient. And that's the year I was like, I can really like average 20-something if I wanted to. Yeah. But I don't need to. Yeah. You know, I just need to be efficient. everything is clicking. Yeah. But by the time All-Star game came, I was shooting, I think, 50-something from the field and 45 from three. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like, I, I felt like if I threw the ball up backwards, it was going to go in at that time. <laughs> Straight up. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? How was the like the whole experience though, going to the All-Star game, being in the All-Star game, your family well, experiencing the whole I, you know, I got hurt. I got hurt right before the All-Star game. So I ain't playing. Mm, so so play. play. I ain't play. That's oh. when my shoulder popped out. Mm. But you named the All-Star, they can't take it from you. Oh, you I got that, can't I got take that it star. From you. Right, yeah, nah, you, you know what I mean? I got, got one that. of them stars. Definitely an all-star. Got a star. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's like you you get to like you get a bonus. Yeah. You get get to get that bonus in your contract, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so I took everybody with me. Like yeah. Cousin and friends and whoever wanted to go, we went. You know what I'm saying? Like they need to Enjoy experience it. that. Like yeah. one, of, one of my guys met his wife now there. Mm. Yeah. So like stuff like that. Like it's 
You know what I mean? It's cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How tough was it? Like you said, you, you messed up your shoulder then. Mm -hmm. Like that led to you missing the championship run down, going going to the finals and all of that, and you didn't get to play. How tough was that to be out? And then, you know, Stan made the controversial decision, but like y'all lost. Like we all made it. We all made that decision. That's I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you, and, I, and I, don't, I don't talk about it public. It's probably maybe the second time I ever talked about it public. I went to every teammate. Right? I never thought I can come back and play that year. All mm -hmm. I was doing was, just, I'm a competitor. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna work my tail off. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna attack my rehab. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm rehabbing two, three times a day. Trying to and get next back. thing you know, they like, yo, you're not supposed to be shooting? It's only like a month out. I'm like, well, I can shoot. Why wouldn't I shoot? Right. So then, time come. I'm playing one-on-one. -on -one. I'm doing this, doing that, making skip passes and all this. Everything feel pretty good, not, not 100%. So I go to every teammate, one, man to man, every coach, man to man, right? Hey, if I can play in the finals, do you think I should play? Not one of them said no. So all the dudes that's mad at me for they, oh, well, you messed up this, should have said no. Because if one person would have said no, I wouldn't have did it. Yeah. And I told them that. I said, if one person told me no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. If my doctor would have told me no, I wouldn't have did it. Yeah. If Stan, Otis, Everybody, the ownership. Yeah. I wouldn't have did it. Yeah. But to a man, every dude was like, no, you should play. But you said to, so was there some anybody mad that you played after the fact? Yeah, you hear rumblings. You know, you know, you know, like some suckers. You know what I'm saying? There's some suckers in the world that, that's on like, always hate It's always like people, well, you shouldn't have played. It's like, yeah, well, you shouldn't have did this either. You shouldn't right. have did that. Like, but at the end of the day, like, I did it. I don't regret it. I don't. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, I'm a competitor. Yeah, you're supposed to put and, your and best out there. Like, and, like, and I did it like a man. I didn't. This, you put your best out there. This is the thing that, like, hindsight is 2020. This is what we know now, though. Right. That you had been doing all of those things right. and looking how you was looking and didn't play, and then they lose. Man, we would have won if you would have came and played. Why right, you right, ain't right, trying right, to play? Right, you right. was over there doing, you know, that, right. that's just how that cookie crumbled when you got people. That's that. You're going to hate either way, bro, because it's, right. it's open hey, look, for you. Look, Those I, type of people going to do that either I felt, way. I felt like I did it the right way, the, the way yeah, I would do it. Yeah, when you say you went to your teammates, bro, like that's all you supposed to do. Like anybody would have spoke up if you would have – like. Those people that's there, they being real with themselves, they know what it is. Yeah. No, nah, and, and like I said, look, I sleep good at night knowing that I did it the way I did it. Mm -hmm. As you I, 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 like I said, I don't regret it. And you hear the like you hear the fans, oh, you you didn't did this, you did that. Orlando lost the championship, you know, the finals because of you. It's like I'm like, yeah, but you know what I mean, let me come to your job and look at you make this person lose their job or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's life, man. Like you make decisions and you live with the results. You know what I'm saying? I live with, I live with all, everything I've done in my life, I live with. And who wouldn't want to play in the finals? That's the thing. I ain't if been back. I, I, I haven't in the been finals back. For your team. Who, can, who wouldn't want to play? Never been back. That's Never crazy. Been back. Never been back. I want to get your opinion about just that entire run y'all had, though, man. Like, y'all did something. Like, I mean, obviously, that was right before I got there. Like, what y'all did getting to the finals, beating the Cavs. Like, tell me about how, how yeah, all that was. Like, when everybody was, like, booking it. Like, oh, it's about to be the LeBron-Kobe yeah, series. And y'all yeah, came yeah, in yeah. there and scratched, bumped the yeah, table. We, and we, shook we, up we, everything. we had nothing to lose. I mean, nobody expected us. You talking about Little St. Joe's. We Little Orlando. Yep. Mm -hmm. We Little Straight Orlando. Up. Nobody expect us to be as good as we were in the playoffs. Like, yeah, it's a lot of really good regular season teams, but you got you earn your money in them playoffs. Definitely like, do. individually and as a team. Yeah. Coaching, front office, you earn your money in them in playoffs. playoffs. Mm -hmm. And we earned our money. Like, 
for five years straight with Stan and two years before that, Orlando, we earned our money. Mm-hmm. It's not too many players or teams can say, like, they made runs like that mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Like, it's like, it's a lot of dudes ain't been to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't. I wasn't even talking about you, but I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, but like, I haven't. Yeah. yeah, that's true. But it's like, like think about it. Like, it's a lot of dudes. We've been seven years in a row, yeah. but like at a high level, high yeah. level, it was five, four or five years straight with Stan. Yeah, and top that five in the league. Yeah, and every offense, year, defense, all of that. top five, and like that's where you earn your money. We lost to the uh, Celtics in the conference finals the next year, mm-hmm. right? Yep. You know, we and we beat them three times. They just had our yeah, number. In the, they had, yeah, yeah, they had our number in the playoffs. Hey, tell me this. How crazy was this? Like, this is a, this is like a little sidebar. First, I want you to tell the story about how we, <laughs> me and him met. Before I get oh, to the story about man. when I came to the match, please just get this so, story. So First, you and you know me, so just <laughs> so obviously I'm a smaller guard, right? I'm physical, I'm competitive, got the fire. So I'm always gonna hit somebody. Like I don't care. I got in trouble for hitting uh, I think Antonio Davis. Dale, mm-hmm. One of the one of the Davises back in the he said, Young fella, don't hit me like that again. I said, I got you overhead, right? Yeah. I don't want you know what I mean? I want yeah, no I want no trouble. Chug, you, you know, know what I'm saying? <laughs> but me and Q, we we playing for the Knicks. I'm out here deep playing for the Knicks. That's he doing stuff, on. doing I'm stuff. Deep so I'm like, all right. This was fat Q too, had yeah, like he was, 30 he was, on him. So 30 he on him. So we come across you said, I cracked him. Wow. He called me good. I, I'm talking about, I called him so good. He in the air. I lifted off the, the air. air. I lifted off the air. Right? Like, look, as so, soon as he called me, what I did, he, I turned to him. I said, said, you too little for that shit. <laughs> so I said, <laughs> so, so I swear to you, the rest of the this had to be like the first quarter. The rest of the game, he was running. He chased me, and I was running. I was trying my best. Tra- I'm like, look, I'm, look, I'm we gonna get some incidental contact and lay his ass Listen, down. You know how they say, like, I'm gonna take one. You know how they say, don't get him back right away. I was like, he gonna get me at some point. Yeah. I just, I'm a, I got, I'm still concentrating on the game, Bro. but I'm watching this dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, where if, he if coming? If he see me, he come for a screen. I gotta go that way. Bro, I was trying my damnest, and he never, I never got him. Listen, never got me. So he gets to the team, and we look at each other, we just laugh, and we start talking about it. I ain't know, like, I ain't, you know, for me, like, being in the league, I don't really, I never really got to interacting with dudes from yeah. other teams. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I never became like, oh, that's my homie. That, I when never you came in the league, that wasn't, this, that wasn't, that wasn't cool. To do that. So when Q got to the, I ain't know, I ain't know how he was going to act yeah, yeah. when I saw him, when, he, when we signed him. I was like, yeah, we should sign him. So when I went up to him, I was like, damn, man, remember that time? We, <laughs> and we, we, I never we, did, we was in the training room. We both laughing. He was like, man, I'm still going to get you. I never you. got <laughs> He never got me. He never got me. I'm talking about, bro, it was like, it was like, we call it, uh, we was playing tag yeah. on a basketball court. He couldn't catch me. That's dope. Listen, I'm, I, I want to talk about the story. Look, so when I come to the team, I signed in the summer. My first year about to be the first year of the new Amway Center that exists now, right? So me and Mir Mir, we laughing the whole time. We all hype, you know, yeah, everybody gets new when we get we had we had training camp there, you know, everything brand new. We up in that thing. We, we had hype, new uniforms right? and everything. Everything, new jerseys, everything. So we like was as the first game approached, we all started thinking like, damn, whoever hit the first bucket, it's gonna be it's gonna, this be, gonna be like a, a, a trivia fact in yep. history, right? Yep. So we, you know, we all chilling. Stan run this shit. So we always Stan get the draw the first play. He tell us he told him he told us the first play and shoot around, remember? <laughs> he like, we gonna do da 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 drop that bitch to Rashad, right? 
We like, fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jameer both like, man, what the fuck? So whatever, right? Jameer like, shit, all right. Hey, Sean. Play you want it. You don't shoot the first time you get it. <laughs> so we get to the game, bro. Like, this real tough. Run the play. Shine set a down screen for me. I probably, Jameer hit me. Bam. I throw that thing to him. I do a little shuffle and wait. <laughs> Instead of, you know how you can go through it. I do a little, no, I ain't going through so he can refill my spot. I did a little pass. <laughs> Get back to my spot. Shine did whatever. My dude dug down. He kicked that bitch. Huh. Unveiled that bitch. like Peyton Manning, boy. As soon as I hit that thing, I said, ha ha, I ran out. I say, mirror, mirror. <laughs> he say, he say, history. Ah. <laughs> history. With that, now, funny that we both say, he say, yeah, this, he say, you in there? It's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, Pe- dog, people don't was... realize how much fun we had on the court, though. Oh, yeah. And man. it was the chemistry. Like, I think people don't give, like, you know, that, that front office enough credit, like Otis and, you know, Dave Torzik and, and the rest of the guys who put them teams together. They did. Like, they ain't just put together, like, talent. They put together, like, good dudes who mm-hmm. mesh yeah. on mesh and well off the together. court. Yeah. Like, I can go to dinner and hang out with any one of my teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Didn't matter what color. Was cool. Didn't matter what uh, color. It didn't matter where they came from, what race, what anything, right? So, like, we got on the court. We synced up so crazy, like... We got to the point where we was playing defense without talking. Mm-hmm. It was like Hooping. we invert and we we X and we just we already know the routine because we was so synced in. Like he'd like, get switched out to yeah. the big man. I'm pushing him yeah. before he could even get on the big yep. man. Mirror go. I'm the low man. Richard high. I just grab his jersey, pull him because it, it makes sense for me to close out and him to be low. Let me ask you: Is that what you miss from the guy? Yeah. You, well, you know what? I miss the locker room. Because yeah, that, that we, I, I missed that locker yeah. room because, like, we'd be done practice for whatever time because Stan, we'd have ran over a whole hour <laughs> or something. Like, you know what I mean? So we sit in the locker room another hour. We laugh and joke. Yeah, whole another man. hour. That's what you miss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You miss that. You would look forward to the beginning of the practice, the stretch, yeah. and then the end of practice. Let me tell you That's one what of I the say. Fun. That ended in drilling yeah. of being in the game and, you know, the crowd yeah. into it. But Let me tell you one room. of the funny things, right? So... Neat freak, that's me. Not so much so. Man, you crazy, man. He wasn't bad, but not so much so. You remember, you remember, he used to do things like, like his locker was next to mine, right? <laughs> so he used to get mad, like he'd come in, like if I'm not already, like I'm usually was the first one of the first one there, so I might be out here doing whatever. I come back to my locker intentionally Something is thrown out of the way or out of place than what it was. And I don't have to ask no questions. It was Jameer. Like, I'm the type of dude, because I ain't used to like cold, cold waters. I go take three or four cold waters and put them in my locker so they be a little less cold when I come in drinking. I come in, I got the waters lined up. Two of the waters thrown somewhere or missing. He'll take something that was stacked nicely and just have it in front of my locker because he know what I'm going to say. And then I come in here, sit there like he doing something. I just come in and look around like, bro, why is you? Like, you know what I'm Yo, saying? People, people don't realize this is the thing, like, and, and this is probably obvious because people don't, I, I, I'm not like a, a public dude, like, right? Yeah. I was the silliest teammate what? ever. The, like, when I say the silliest, Bro, yeah. the silliest in the locker room, the bus, the plane, on the court, and the, we could be in overtime tied 103-103. <laughs> I'm going to laugh and have fun, yeah. right? This thing ain't that serious, a basketball enjoy game. It. yeah. And, and guess what? Everybody else, like, tense. <sighs> no, they, they like, oh, okay. Before the game, my routine was I just needed to eat, right? Yeah. After that, I just had to have fun. 
Yeah. I'm walking around doing stuff, playing. Somebody coming with a whack outfit, I'm going to put their oh whole outfit God. on the floor. Shirt, pants, Dress it up shoot, like they in it. Put, the, put, their, <laughs> yeah, put, their phone, put their phone on the belt. All oh, that. Bill yeah. He was the one that was going away. Like, if someone, he was going to get you to laugh unless he couldn't get you to laugh. Like, remember that time in Charlotte you couldn't get me yeah. to laugh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that man excited that. me at halftime. Yeah, he yeah, said yeah. that to me. We ain't going to go into the whole thing, but I'm just yeah, telling you. Yeah, I know the whole part. thing. You putting your hands I, on for Chill out, bro. I got, I got the ice on my lip like this. And first thing, this before standing him, even coach you come there, he come there, he see me, he his whole intention, I'm gonna go fuck with him. I'm about to make him laugh. Make this him he laugh. wanna try and lighten me up. He comes sit down, he bump all into me like, Well, what we doing? What we doing? You good? He I like, know you what's good? Gonna happen, so and I'm sitting there, and laugh. when he I'm sitting there like, bro, this one of them times I'm on straight play. bullshit. <laughs> I ain't no nothing. I'm just I ain't even look at him or nothing. I did like this. So he said one more thing, something else, something else, and I still ain't flinched. He said, Oh, so you on Bush. He's like, I'm going to leave you for you. I ain't saying nothing to you. He said, you serious. He's like, I ain't going to. All right. Second half, I went right out and got ejected. First play in the game, ejected. Immediately. When he got ejected, I went to the bench. I said, I knew it was going to happen. I just ain't no win. Look, Otis came. Look, Otis, when I got ejected, because I didn't leave the court right away. I'm still on the court. The actress, Otis left the court before I did. So when I come in... Otis was already in the bathroom. He was used to, you know me, I come in throwing shit, talking shit. I'm about to go to the damn car, start to the, I'm going to the, yeah. Otis said, you know how Otis said, you do your motherfucker? <laughs> you bad, he always told me, you back in like, uh, yeah. I said, I turn around, I ain't even sassy, what the fuck you tell? He's like, he like, you do give me money away, motherfucker? He like, you know, I ain't letting you get no more motherfucking money away. I said, man, I'm going out crazy. He like, all right, as soon as you get through, sit your ass down right there, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't letting you out this door. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, but boy, I was ready to do something. That boy Otis was all over it. But look, he tried, he tried to save it. I tried. I tried, man. I, you should have gave me a couple of dollars nope. from that, uh, from that uh, fine you took, too. I got my money back for that. Did you? Jeffrey Wexler, yeah. Okay, okay. I, I told you, I got my money back from that. Okay. When it was time to leave the magic, what was your feelings about that? Man, I cried, I cried, bro. Because now you can. I cried. When you be somewhere for so long, and now you, when you, when you get your first trade, that's when you really feel like damn. I didn't get traded. I, I, I left on my own terms. I opted out. They were going in a direction that I wasn't like. I was ten years in. I was like, either I help the rebuild again, or I got to go figure something else out. Mm-hmm. And I told my agent, I said, look time for me to go. Mm-hmm. So I left. And I was like, I'll never forget, we, me and my wife, we was going to somewhere, so we was in a car going to Newark Airport mm-hmm. from Philly, because we was going to an island. And I called my agent, I start crying. Biggest decision I had to make yeah. in a long time. Yeah. And the pressure of it just made me, like, I just knew I was going, I was leaving. Something you are, something that, all I, you know. that I put my fingerprints on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. I put my fingerprints on it, like yeah. when it comes to the organization, mm-hmm. when it came to the city, when it came to a lot of things in Orlando, I'm like, you know, my, my kids had friends and yeah. my, my wife had her stability there. Yeah. And I was, I'm not being selfish because it's my career, but at the same time, it's like, I'm disrupting everything in my life. Yeah, what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm like, it, I was nervous. I, you know what I'm saying? You, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm getting, yeah. I'm about to get real uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm about to get real uncomfortable. But then I'm like, okay, I get to the island. I forgot all about all of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I done had enough drinks and fun, <laughs> me and my wife hanging out, laughing and joking. So then it's like, again, another life lesson. It's like, 
it's more to life than one situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one door closed, you you go through the next door, you make the best out of it. You know what I'm saying? And I did. I ended up going to Dallas, got traded a bunch that year, ended up in Denver, which was a great situation because the organization embraced me, that city embraced me, able to, to carve out some more years and more money for my family in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Did. You spent some time with Murray in your time in Denver. Could you see, like, what he doing now? Could you oh, have man. glimpses of that early? Like, cause you know how we see different things in practice. You got a chance to have that practice time with him when he first came in. Like, did you? could you see some of the flashes of him being having some special shit in him? Being in the front office now, you got to look at certain things, right? The dude got maybe first or second best footwork from a guard in the NBA. Yeah. Like... I mean, maybe D-Book, but the dude is like, his footwork is special. Right. He can get his shot off when he want. He wants to. He ain't the fastest, he ain't the quickest, he ain't the most athletic. But he can do everything. He's so crafty, like, you can see it. Mm-hmm. He just had to learn, like, some of the other stuff. Like, some of the other stuff you don't need as much because you got Joker, like, facilitating. But, like, when it's time to be him and, like, make plays and take he over the boogie. team, he can do it. So, like, if he was on a different team, like, I think we'll see the full version of them. Right. Because mm-hmm. you see it during the course of games and during the course of, like, seasons. But that joker just so he make them not have to do so Listen, much. So when I had that team, Denver, in Philly, they called me. Because, you know, I never allowed, like, the team personnel to come. Only the trainer and the strength coach. Nobody else. No front so office. So you did the, no thing, the, the Philly yeah. thing with them, too. I did it with them, too. So joker, he gets drafted, whatever, 50, whatever. He comes over. And they asked me who was the best player. I said, hey, this foreign dude. I said, when he learned English, he going to be an all-star. Mm-hmm. They was like, what? You know what I'm saying? They like thought I was crazy. What you saying to him that was... His IQ was like... Different. It's different. Like, you, like what you see in the game is... Put it like this. What you saw in practice is way better what you see in games. Mm-hmm. All the time. Because you, you can take different chances in practice. Yeah. So the stuff he would do in practice and playing pickup and all that stuff, he'd be like, yo, this is wild. And it's all... To win. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was never like I'm showboating or doing I told people, I said, look, man, the dude can average 35 if you want. I said, one, he, he doesn't care if he's the best player. He doesn't care if he's the whatever, right? Mm-hmm. He just want to play basketball and have fun. And most importantly, he want other people to succeed. It shows in his game. It shows in, like, in that organization. Like when I was there, it was like the same. I go to the one of the coaches. I'm like, man, I need to pick and roll. Finchie, Finchie's the coach at uh, Minnesota. He's our offensive coach there. I said, I need to pick and roll. I'm a pick and roll player, man. Got all these split cuts. I'm 5'11", cutting to the basket. Uh-huh. This, that, and the other. Up. I'm right. like, I can't finish. I'm thinking somebody's going to block my shot when Big I catch it. coming every time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said, shut the fuck up and cut. So I was like, all right, let me, let me, let me figure it out. I started, got to the point, I started to take the ball out of bounds, throwing it to the joker, and I started running the wing. Then I figured out how to play off of him. And you can see Jamal did the same thing. Jamal yeah. is more on ball. But when he figured out Joker makes everybody's life easier, mm-hmm. that's, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, like it, going back to it, like Jamal is like, he's he a legit dude. Did you see Denver? Like to, to be in Denver and did you ever imagine Denver winning a championship? Man. I'd be lying if I said, yeah, I saw it. You know what I'm saying? You you just don't, like, it's just, I mean, the one thing I I do know is how fiery and competitive Mike Malone is. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, we know that. One of the best coaches I've been around in terms of, like, getting the best and the most out of you. You know what I'm saying? 
and he does it in his own way. Yeah. He a little different. Yeah. yeah. A little different. Yeah, little but yeah. most of these coaches are, right? Yeah. He got an edge to him that like he puts in his team. Yeah. And towards the end of my run there with them, he found out how to be a little softer to get more out of guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it was just at one point it was bang, 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 bang. And I'm sure it was because everybody was young and mm-hmm. going through the rebuild and the process and all that stuff. But once you can see, like, he grew. Yeah. You know what I mean? The coaching staff grew. All yeah. those guys, like, you know, the guys that I was there with, like, my man John Beckett and yeah, They was, like, the deepest team in everything. Yeah. They were, like, one of the deepest team in the league. Like, like they you, had you, another you get guy to step old, like, up. After. You give Calvin, you know, Booth a bunch of credit for making some, t- some changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, mm-hmm. you got to give Tim Conley a lot of credit for, like, piecing, you know, together. most of that stuff together early. Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, Calvin took over and did a great job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's part of being the boss. Like, you got to figure out what we need next. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they did a good job with that team, man, like just adding different pieces to, like, help catapult, you know, or, or like, kind of, like, filling some gaps that they need to fill in. All right, I got some, some for star bench cut. You got to start one, you got to bench one, you got to trade one. Oh, man. You you start bench trouble, trade. Right? Don't get me in trouble. Uh, AI. Uh-oh. Steph Curry. Kyrie Irving. Who you start, who you bench, who you trade. I'm starting AI. I'm starting AI. AI, you know. I'm going to have I'm gonna have Steph. I'm gonna have Steph and Kyrie play one on one for the bench spot, <laughs> and, then, and then and then and then whoever lose got to get traded. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, I got another one for yep. you. Muggsy Bowl, Spud Webb, Damon Stoudemire. Who you start? Ooh. Who you bench? Who you trade? I know that. Muggsy Bowls, Damon Stoudemire. I'm going. I'm going. Spud Webb. Nah, I'm going. I'm gonna go Stoudemire start. Damon start. I'm going Stoudemire start. Muggsy next. Yeah, I'm gonna go. No, I'm saying that's the other person. I wasn't saying so <laughs> start, but go ahead. No, I'm, I'm gonna go Muggsy on the bench. Muggsy on and the then bench. I'm gonna trade Spud. And you're gonna trade Spud. And I, I don't really know enough about Spud. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay. Other than the dunk contest stuff. Like I, you know, but Muggsy, for whatever reason, I related to him more. Uh-huh. Even though like they were mm-hmm. both small. I don't know why. This this my favorite, one of my favorite questions, man. I know, you know what I'm saying? You like both of us, we ain't come from much. You know, I don't want to hear about when you took care of moms and got a crib. I want to hear about what Remaj did. I know personally, I've seen a couple things you did when you wanted to Toys. treat yourself. I've seen a couple things. Yourself. I want to hear what, what <laughs> he want to say. What was like one of the things, like even now that you look back older, you like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have did that, but it was damn fun. Like when you first like got, like when got you got that, that third year, after you, you, after you call your agent, say, hey, hey, all right, we, we got to do some serious, but we, the number is 38. Old is here, we here, I'm here. Uh, like when you got all situated with that and you went out and said, this is, I didn't, I right, now I earned earn this. I'm about to, what, what did you go do? Uh, remember, I know you now. I know him. I mean, I was always buying little stuff here, little stuff there, this, that, and the other, whatever. Mom, this, pop that. Mm-hmm. But when I got myself something, it was uh, one of them Jason watches, right? Mm. But it was the like one of them. Jason. It was one of them watches, though. It wasn't Shout like out the floating diamonds. Yeah, but it was one of them. You know what I mean? Oh, he talking about the whole the demo, whole, the, whole the whole around the wrist, the whole with chandelier, the ice, <laughs> with the, everything with diamonds. Chandelier. chandelier. It was crazy, right? So what was about, the prop, like, you know, an estimate of like how much something like that might cost back around when? It was a pretty penny. Six figures, five figures? I mean, Six. I probably could have got a Mercedes Benz. Mm. 
but he and let me tell y'all, this is this is one of my first teammates that was like a watch guy. He gave me my first who what how you say it? Hublo? Hublo? Hublo. You know, I ain't know how to say that. I ain't a hublet. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. He said when he listen. started the hublet when I came here to him. <laughs> listen, bro, I ain't know what it was, but I'm talking about like, so he a watch guy. Man had a Benz on his wrist. You hear me? <laughs> Little Remise, watch man, Mr. Nice Watch. <laughs> now, that was the thing. Like, I was like, then then you learn, though. Then you learn you got to buy the right watch. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Then I started buying the right See, watch. him and JJ. They on the yeah. plane talking about watches and wine. And, yeah, and clothes. And wine. You know Type what I mean? atmosphere I was around. Duke and St. Joe's, watches oh, man. and wine. JJ, my guy, though, man. That's everybody. That's my guy. That's, that's, yeah. I want to just get your take on, because I talk about it all the time, how I feel and how I respect and revere Stan as a coach. And you spoke on it. You said something earlier that was like a trigger word for me when you said the 2020. And that I feel like the 2020, like for those who don't know what that is, that's 20 minutes with half the team on the court, 20 minutes with the other half of the team on the, in, in the weight room. room. Now, the 20 minutes that that team is on the court, you're doing shell. You're going through all the offensive plays. But this is when I kind of really, it dawned on me like, damn, this man Stan is amazing. This wasn't until way after I played for him. This when I'm working with him in the front office with Detroit and I'm watching him do the 2020. Cause before that, I never observed it because I'm in it. I've never, and I don't think that I could ever have the type of, the same level of intensity, the same level of attention to detail, the, late, the same level of everything consistently, every time. For this 2020, like if you just did 20 minutes with the first thing, I'm gonna be looking at it like, ah. when you get to the next time, I'm like, all right, just go. Nah, that lets you know that this man is unreal. Nah, what, what, when what it comes to coaching, bro, his con level, like, I don't care. His level of consistency and preparation and the way he gonna bring it every single day is fucking relentless, bro. Just speak to, how much you respect his preparation and his level of greatness as a coach. So, so two things when it comes to preparation with Stan, right? Well, three things, actually. The first thing you notice is, like, the first meeting of the year, you get a book. You get a book with all the plays, offense, defense, all the coverages, the names, the terminology. But also, you get in that book the entire season of travel, practice, everything, Right? So you get everything, what hotel you stand in, what time to fly it, from game one, from game one of preseason to the last game of the regular season. So the only thing that would change is you might get more off days, right? So that's number one. Number two, I never went in the game, felt like I wasn't prepared. Every game I played, overprepared. I felt overprepared. And I felt like I knew, if you call a play, I knew the play. Mm -hmm. right? The second, third, and fourth. Five. I knew the options. I knew what was going to happen. That was just <laughs> up to me. A, um, you just knew, right? How he did it most of the times, like, even with the offense, first play was going to be some type of post-up. Second yeah. play was going to be pick and roll. So we need to deviate from that, right? The third thing was when I knew, I don't even know if you knew this. So you land, just say you the first leg of the back-to-back -back is on the road, right? You land after the game in Orlando. You got a game the next day. Stan don't go home. Stan don't go home until the next night after the game. So you land. He goes straight to the gym. He, yeah, you land. He go to the office. He preparing all night for the next game, right? Preparing all night for the next game. And then you go home after that game. And the last thing, so I have four things. Mm. I didn't understand what he was doing until later. 
we were doing stuff two, three weeks ahead of time. Just say we had to face the team. Say we had to play Shaq. We working on double teams, right? We had to play Shaq like three weeks, you know, three weeks out. We working on double teams, rotation, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Now we about to play a team like that ain't got no big man. We like, why we, why we about to work on these double teams? We ain't here for an extra hour. Mm-hmm. But the preparation, right. I, I, I've never seen anything like it, like at any level. And bro, let me explain this to you. So I work at Turner. He come in to work at Turner. Same mad scientist thing. How he would have them papers with compartments where he didn't drew lines with a credit card or something. And he got a million. Same Everything thing was going, into a, going to a basketball game to call it. He had, man, so many little compartments on one page. I was looking at him like, God damn, Stan. Like, but, like, that just speaks to why he succeeds at that and why he going to be dope at it. Because that meant, like, when he say over-prepared, bro, over, he going to know everything inside out. He going to know that. And, and and he one of the best people, like ever. He one of the best ever. people, like that you'll ever come across in your life. He want everybody to succeed. You know what I mean? If I if, have stories that I would tell on him, but they are his to tell, and yeah. I seriously don't think he would want me. He, to tell he don't him want you to, to tell a story. We, we know we know real of a person. We, we him, know his how wife great, and his like, family is like they. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Like, like how outgoing he is as a person. Like it's as for him to tell, but. It's for us to pat him on the back. Straight up. Like, and he got, we, I'm not going to tell the stories. I'm not going to tell the stories. But family, like, you know what I'm saying? All of them. I, I'm telling you, all of them, they got all our respect. Yeah, the entire family. For you, how do it feel being, this is an NBA franchise, bro. You fifth all time in scoring. Like, you ready to get that call from from the DeVos family to say, you know, like, because not only, just you wasn't just PA. fifth all, you wasn't just, <laughs> like, Joe's. let me just preface it. He wasn't just fifth all time. He was an ambassador while playing. Like, that man was in the community. He was doing it big. He represented the right way. He wasn't never in no foolishness. He wore, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. did the brand the right way, and he championed it. In Orlando, I'm telling you, you see what I say? He was El Presidente now. They, Remise was the man. Like, do you look forward to, like, them bringing you back to honor you in whatever way? I know they do, like, the, uh, I think they do the ring of honor. I ain't seen them retire nobody, Jerry, but, like, if they was to do that, you definitely deserve to have it retired and all of that. But do you look forward to, at some point, coming back to, you know, Orlando just to be celebrated by the fans and all that? Because you know they got a lot of love for you, bitch, dog. It's it's definitely something that that I want, right? And it's going to happen in due time, right? Like, you can't force it and you can't, like, make it happen. I think it'll happen when it's supposed to. And, and when I go back, like, in my current job, the love is like crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like jumbotron. You know, I don't really Every, like attention. Like, right. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. I be trying yeah. to hide. I'm, you, know, you be up there, you don't know what to do with your hands. You know what I'm saying? Man. <laughs> you look, man around you, I don't man. know if I'm supposed to know if I'm supposed to look at the jumbotron yeah. wave. Right. I just put my head down. Stand up. People whatever. come up to me, you don't know what I'm supposed to do. Right? One of the things, like, in terms of statistics, like, that I cherish more than the score is the assists. Yeah. I think I'm the all-time leading dude there with mm-hmm. assists. Okay. So, you know what I mean? I think because I came into the league and people said I couldn't be a point guard. Yeah. I couldn't run a team. He's mm-hmm. a small a small two-guard, small score. Yeah. But to be, you know, my name in stone in this category of facilitating assists, yeah. assists is, is a credit to the longevity. Mm-hmm. Being in that yes, situation for 10 years. And being in that situation, in a successful uh, situation where people pushed me to be successful, whether it's the ownership, whether it was the my teammates, whether it was the the fans, it was at one point I was like, 
I felt like I was from Orlando, like mm -hmm. how I was being treated. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like you go somewhere and like, and it's almost like, yeah, they know you because you're a basketball player, but it's more so like they respect you as a person. Mm -hmm. And that meant, that meant more to me than any basketball accolade that I've ever gotten. Before you get out here, we want to ask you one more. We got to get this in for our archives. Out of your career, if you had to pick four other players, teammates that you played with, Ooh. who would be the other four teammates? That you make entire, your five. Like Starting five. You're going to get me in the bracket career, now. Every teammate that you no, ever listen, had. Look, look. I'm fortunate to play with some real good dudes, right? It don't mean the other dude's not good. Right. No, it's no, just no, my no. preference. Your you know preference. That's it. Yeah. Um, Dwight. Dude. No, Dwight. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. It, it doesn't matter, like, position. No, nah, your five you want to run with. Whatever five you want to run with. Who the five you want to run with. Man. I got Dwight at the... I got Dwight at the five. I got Joker at the four. Mm. I got Dirk at the three. He did play with the... Yeah, he played with Dirk. Damn. Dirk at the three. Man. Who the two? Damn, I forgot he played with Dirk. I got Vince Carter at the two. VC mm. at the one. That's a nice lineup. We're going to see where he be in the end. VC, Dirk, Joker, and Dwight. And Dirk was the, Man, we was might the not be able to guard nobody. <laughs> we might not be able to guard nobody. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to be able to guard nobody. Stop us. We just got one by one. We just got one by one. Think about it. At the end of the game, Actually, you know, Joker can facilitate. I can stand in the corner and shoot threes, right? Yeah. Can you imagine? Vince can stand in the corner and shoot threes. You know what I mean? Everybody. But, like, defensively, you got enough. You got yeah. enough to win by one. Mm. I know. With Dwight back there, just make him dry. Yeah. <laughs> Get out the way. <laughs> That's, That's a tough five. So you talked about Mir Mir Jr., you know what I'm saying, being making a move, going to TCU. How does that feel, man, to see your son? Like you say, he started late, too, you know what I'm saying, played all the other sports and then decided to go in this direction. How do you feel seeing it pay off, man? He getting a chance to play that Big 12, man. That's top top conference in college. That's the, the biggest thing after the G League uh, for the league. I'm, I'm excited for him, man, because the dude, like, and you know how hard I work, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, it was people, like, think it's BS, but I was in the gym six, seven hours a day, mm. different type of gyms and different type of things in the off season, five days a week. And he took on that. Like last time, year, man. yeah, like he like, I got to work out, I got to do, I'm like, yo, last year I'm like, yo, you got you to slow down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, was, I don't want you to burn out, mm -hmm. but I'm happy for him, proud of him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm excited to see what's next for him. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't know where it's going to go, mm -hmm. but I, I know this, like, He's going to be a professional basketball at some capacity. Yeah. And that's what he wants to do. And that's what my wife and I, we, we decided to help him do. Mm -hmm. um, so, we, you know, we're going to get him there and, like, he's going to figure the rest out. Yeah. And people ask, well, do you train him? I'm like, nah. Right. I don't train him. Mm -hmm. Every now and then I will, but mainly it's just I train this. Yeah, let him mm -hmm. find his way. I, I, I train this. Mental. You got to find your way. But yeah. I, and I hit you with this stuff that I know. And you can see it, like, it's starting to mold. It's starting mm -hmm. to mold and become a real dude when it comes on the court. Like, he's real, he's yeah. well-respected on the court now. Mm -hmm. I'd be in trouble if I didn't mention my girls that play softball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I got, I got three daughters, yeah. all pretty level, high-level softball players. Jamia going to South Florida. 
Hey. You know what I mean? So Q think I'm moving back to Orlando. He definitely he is. City Beautiful. Remodge. If Imani has anything to do with it, Remodge will be back in City Beautiful sooner than yeah. later, y'all. I got we got Jaden, who is uh she'll be a sophomore. Mm-hmm. She's I mean, if she continues on the track that she's on, softball, she'll she'll pretty much, she'll go wherever she wants to go. And then you got Jace, who's 10, who loves playing in the game and does her thing. She hates training. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't don't force it. I don't force it. So she is some of us. That's a little bit of Jace and all of us. I don't force it. I say, you know, she go with her older sisters to go work out and she'll go watch TV. (laughs) <laughs> she know what I'm saying? I'm like, go be a 10-year-old. Yeah. But when she get on that field, she a dog. Yeah, that's she all She get on count. that field. Like, she the youngest on the team because she play up. Oh, that's you what's know, up. They, all three of them, all, all three of the girls and my son, they, when it's time to hoop and be on that field, they dogs. They know I, the difference. I, they, yeah. they, only time I get on them is if they don't play hard. Yeah. I don't care about striking out. I don't care about shooting air balls. I just want you to play hard. Yeah. Well, we wasting our time for if you ain't finna get out here and play Just go hard. play hard. <laughs> yeah. See what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my oldest daughter, she hit a bunch of home runs. She she strike out a lot. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> my question is after the games, and this is for the parents who, like, have kids that play sports. Play sports. My question after the games is, like, did you have fun? If you ain't having, if you don't tell me you have fun, we can't play no more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we and steady I, doing this I ain't going to get in the car and tell you that you did this wrong, you did that right. Every now and then, I throw a little jab, like, yo, you know, probably need to work out today or yeah. be a good day for you to go running. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I ain't going to be like, you got to do this, you got to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, I've done that a little bit in my life with my you kids. you got to want it. I don't care how much I yeah. want it for you. And you my son, like, go, just going back to my son, he wants it. Like, he, yeah. he like, he see, he can grab it. He can grab his goal. Mm-hmm. And he right there. Again, like me, not highly ranked. Mm-hmm. But, you know he what I mean? right there. He right there. Mm-hmm. He right there. Like, you know what I mean? Got him out my pockets. DCU. Got that, get the NL, get the NIL. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Straight up. Hey, man, this has been awesome. We got my homeboy, my former teammate, my player partner, Remodge in the building. We appreciate you pulling <laughs> up on us, man. man. It, t- it took us long, took enough. long enough. My man's man. so busy doing all the things he nah, got to do. We finally had a full <laughs> circle moment and got Remodge here. City Beautiful, he's returning soon. I'm telling y'all, Imani's going to make Call it happen. in Vegas now. Yeah, we out here in Vegas. Appreciate, yeah, appreciate you, Remodge. I want to thank y'all for your continued support of the Knuckleheads Podcast. Be sure to give us two taps by writing a review and rating five stars wherever you get your podcast. And make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. You can also watch all the episodes on the Players Tribune YouTube page. Follow us on social media at Knuckleheads Podcast. And join our Knuckleheads Facebook group for exclusive content. Thanks again to all of our guests and fans. This wouldn't be possible without y'all. theplayerstribute.com.